Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Trust your anchor is gripped firmly to the rock of Holy Scripture. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't know what's happening at the time that you hear this podcast, but I know that the same God who created all things and who has in His heart your your best and His glory will cause all things to work to that end. Welcome today. Thank you for starting the day or at least having me as part of your day to remind us of some great truths from the Word of God. I began in Psalm 42 yesterday and we talked about thirsting for God and we looked at the psalmist and how uh, he was looking and scrambling for those words to really describe the longing that he had in his heart and an appreciation for that intimate walk with the Lord. And in doing so, he used that graphic illustration of the the deer that is panting after streams of water because it becomes so thirsty. And that appreciation that we ought to have for God is is illustrated very clearly by that. I mentioned to you yesterday about how it has been increasingly difficult for churches to meet in public or in person. Uh, And that sense of loss was very keenly felt during this pandemic where there were several weeks and even some churches have now been months without a time of public adoration and worship of God. And uh, we sense that uh, we sense that that longing, that emptiness that's there, because whether we understand it fully or not, whenever God's people get together, whenever the Word of God is proclaimed, whenever the, the that God uses his his preachers, Sunday school teachers, other means of teaching his word. That's a means of God giving a great spiritual gift, giving grace to your heart. He encourages you. He and he uh, 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 enables you and builds you up and your stamina for for what you may face during the day. And that's why it's always grieving to any pastor's heart, and I'm sure it is to the heart of the Lord, when people regularly absent themselves from the house of God. Uh, that's actually a red flag of somebody who, who is uh, not genuinely walking with the Lord or perhaps is not even converted. Uh, if we don't long to be with God's people, then there really is something amiss in your spiritual life. And I don't know who you are that's listening to this right now. You may be a part of my ministry. You may be a part of another Bible-believing ministry. You better be careful that if you make it a regular process of missing church, you'll soon miss church. Uh, hopefully you will, because it will be. It's something. It is a means by which God has provided spiritual strength for you. So I challenge you. The psalmist said that his heart, his his, like a deer pants for for those streams of water. He longs to be in the presence of God. No Zoom meeting, uh, no podcast, no other email, no YouTube, no. Uh, no other artificial electronic means could ever be an adequate substitute for God's people getting together and gathering together. Uh, that is exactly what Psalm 42 is all about. Again, it says, As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Verse 2 goes on to say, My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Now, it's interesting. You notice that in verse 2. Let me repeat that. He speaks of coming to, quote, appear before God. Even though we know that King David even 
even wrote in Psalm 139 and in verse 7, he knew that he could never escape the presence of God. He knew that he could never be away from his presence. And David actually makes it clear that what he longs for most there in verse 2 is to meet with God once more in the tabernacle, uh, in the company of that wider group of the community of believers, those people that had a covenant with God who were trusting in him, God's covenant people. He longed to be with them. Again, the mark of a genuine believer, an authentic disciple of Christ, is that there is that longing to be there. It's always been astounding to me. And there are people now that have not recovered from the pandemic in terms of uh, an allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ and a love for God. Unfortunately, during this time, I talk with other pastors and I talk with church leaders and uh, it is every one of them are aware that there are people that have have had illegal loves creep up on the throne of their heart. There have been other things that have taken the ascendancy of their of their affections. Uh, and it has been different things. They developed either hobbies or they got more involved in some other kind of activity that really robbed God of their presence and robbed them of the grace of God in terms of what he wants to give to them strength-wise. And, and I think it's a very sad thing, and it, it should cause that person to pause for a moment and really reflect on their relationship with God. Uh, if you look in this psalm a little bit further, Psalm 42 and verse 4, David reflects on going up together with faithful people, even singing before the formal worship had begun. In other words, in verse 4, it says, When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise and with a multitude that kept holy day. So David is remembering just the actual uh, going up to the to the house of God, the formal worship service. But on the way there, he begins a singing and other people are singing and worshiping and praising God. They're eagerly anticipating the joy of meeting with God in a unique way that's bound up in that time of worship. One man said it this way, in the face of God. Uh, he realizes that he's going to enjoy that intimacy of worship. Verse 4, really, I pick up on that express uh, statement there. It says, these things I remember as I pour out my soul. Uh, Another translation of that is, I rejoiced greatly, carrying that sense of being melted or dissolved. His heart was just overwhelmed and melted at the joy of anticipating worship with God. Um, what a benchmark for how we anticipate the worship of God on the Lord's Day. The very prospect of coming together with other brothers and sisters in the Lord to glorify that triune God, that ought to arouse in us the greatest joy possible. Now, I'm not so Pollyanna and jaded and think that everybody is going to be uh, everybody's going to be in the best of moods every time the Lord's Day comes. But you know what the universal testimony to me is from other people? Is even when they may not feel like they need, they want to come to church, when they get their spirits conformed to the Word of God and they put forth that effort, that, that there is joy that comes along with that. Uh, you really wonder how many people have become so accustomed to the new normal 
of remote worship in absentia. Uh, Our spiritual senses can become dulled and the appetite for God can become jaded. Maybe it's because we we subtly detach the means of grace from the God of grace. Um, We don't understand that it's God who is the great giver of all grace. That when we hear His living word read, when we hear it preached, when we're singing uh, the that words of the those words of the hymns and the psalms that that are in the Word of God, God is engaging with you and you with Him. So, as we we need to savor the fellowship of those brothers and sisters in the Lord, of which intimacy with the Lord comes none other way. I hope that you understand how important it is to be in God's house because none of that can be fully replicated in worship at home or around a TV screen. Out of all the many ways that COVID has really made deep dissatisfactions within us, I think the deepest of them all should be our not being able to meet and worship as we used to. Our church is fully meeting in person. And I don't know who all is listening to this, but I'm going to tell you, if you're not regularly involved in the worship of God, in a house of God, where the Word of God is elevated and the, the, the person of God is, is worshipped and adored, I want to challenge you to get in there and worship like God intended. Not because of the act of worship in itself, but because of how God uses that to impart Himself to you. So, let's be encouraged to find ourselves reaching for the opening lines of this psalm. Lord, my heart longs for you. It pants after you. And then you'll know how much you really long for God and worship Him. He's so good and He's so faithful. Keep your thoughts on Him. Meditate on Him. Eliminate those things from your life that'll be weights that drag you down. And focus on your walk with the Lord. He's real. And he loves you today.